BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, Rough Body Play, Audience Participation, and Release the Kraken. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Uh, here it is in the early morning. Oh, by the way, I was at Monkey Puzzle Club the other night. And I met somebody who, side note, oh God, were they hot. Very attractive uh, uh -huh. female-bodied person. Right. And um, they said, oh, I know you from the podcast. So I said, so I looked out across the room. I said, hi, Dawn. And you didn't Aww. respond with hi, Dan. I wasn't there. That's a good point. Where was I at Wednesday night? I don't even remember where I was at. Normally, if one of us is working the Monkey Puzzle Club, the other one takes that time to get something else done. Right. So I was probably working on BTL or something that night. So Probably. Uh, you probably, uh. perhaps, you were working on a variety of things that we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're also going to talk about the idea of rough body play and... A variety of other things. Let's start off with the question of the day, because that'll be a quick one for us. It will. It'll be quick. So, And the reason it'll be quick, you'll find out in a moment. Our question of the day today is uh, someone wrote to you, I believe, mm -hmm. and they asked if we knew any resources anywhere that speaks about aging in the lifestyle, such as uh, topics on MS or DS and uh, early onset Alzheimer's or even just memory issues. Um yeah, they seem to be more interested in the S, S side, but it could go either way. So, and they're interested in that. And, you know, honestly, I told them that I didn't have any resources, mm -hmm. you know. I, I don't know of any. I know of people that um, have had to work through some of this stuff, you know, a couple of people, but, you know, not really. So I'm trying to throw it out there, you know, see if anybody else has any resources or any stories that they want mm -hmm. to share. Because some of us have been around for a while and we're getting older. And, you know, I know for me, my memory is not as sharp as it used to be. And that can be a struggle sometimes. Yes. So, you know, I'm getting slightly older. Well, I used to, well, you used to value the fact that I could remember people's names. And now it's just not happening. <laughs> and, and I've always had a, a shit memory. Um, for those of you that don't know, my history is that of uh, the enjoyment. Uh, well, fuck it. I was a drug addict. <laughs> right. And I managed to, uh, I think it had impacted perhaps my memory in some way. And that perhaps not. Perhaps I've just been born with a brain that just doesn't remember jack shit either <laughs> way be. i don't remember at least i don't remember valuable things right? right i can remember the second drummer of the band yes but where did i park my car uh, uh, no fucking clue exactly i can remember my aunt's old telephone number to her landline because landlines is all we had mm -hmm. you know we didn't have ways of oh we had the little paper address books to write phone numbers down i can still picture those in my head but my kids' phone numbers, not a clue. Somebody I just met yesterday, not a clue. Someone wrote me on Meetup that hadn't been to Poly Columbus in like seven years. And they're like, oh, I went through all the people and I recognized your face. You know, it was great to be back. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't remember. I'm and sorry. There, there truly is this power exchange aspect of this whole memory thing in that one mm -hmm. of the ways you used to serve me 
was as we entered a place, right. you would lean up and you'd say, that's uh, Master Chuck, you met him at GLLA, and that's Mistress Zed, you met her mm-hmm. at the candy posing pouch sanatorium. <laughs> um, so, but... The, the point of this being, we have no clue. We right. are asking you, oh, audience members, if you've had any um, opportunities or challenges in dealing with Alzheimer's in a power exchange relationship or advanced memory issues, reach out to us and let us know so that we can share that with the person who wrote in. So that'd be great. So our audience is a resource. Absolutely. Well, at least we hope so. Uh, another thing that I was speaking of our audience as a resource, I'm kind of curious about this. So we've been doing a... Somebody that we've, we know a little bit said, I want to start a new kinky store, mm-hmm. and it's all going to be handmade crafts, and I want EA to help me. I'll give stuff away. Right. And all they have to do is head out there and look at my site. Mm-hmm. So we've been running this Find the Tentacle contest, giving you guys a chance to win handmade kinky crafts. Right. Now, here's the interesting bit. For two weeks in a row, we've had no winner, which means no one has gone to the site and looked and done the steps that the site requires to, to win a kinky craft. Right. I'm curious, oh, listeners, because I know there's an ass load of you guys out there, and I mean ass load in the most loving way. <laughs> if What is your feedback on that? Is it too hard to find stuff? Is it just stuff you're not interested in? I'm just curious why people are not engaged. We don't care. We get zero right, uh, right. payments or anything out of this. It's just, I thought it was a neat way to, to give you, our listeners, something fun to do and a chance to win free stuff. And you guys are not engaged. You don't give a shit. I'm just curious why. <laughs> or maybe you're, going out, you're all going out there and it's just too hard to find the tentacles. Ooh, tentacles should be easy to find. Or maybe it's because we put it at the end of the show and you guys are like, look, dudes, 20 minutes is all I can handle with you guys. <laughs> maybe they have all the toys they need. I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe, too. I should, should see some of these toy bags people bring in. Uh, you can find out more about this contest at the end of the show where we stick it. Nice. So how are you, Don? I'm doing okay. So I thought we were going to try to record this last night, and yeah, I was not feeling it last night. Tired, tired. We've got so much stuff going on right now. So just tired. I... Uh, don't even want to admit to starting a new project, which I have. I'm trying mm-hmm. to. Though, so I actually want. I want to talk a little bit about this anyway. Okay. As you'd mentioned, um, a lot of lifestyle for us is fun. We mm-hmm. get to travel around the nation and meet all these people and present and uh, eat food in cities and countries where we'd never would have been otherwise, and right. bring back Maynard's candy. And play with people that we never mm-hmm. would have met and have great conversations, blah, blah, blah. Um, it also allows us to be the authentic people that we are. Yes. As we travel around, as I go to work every day, I don't, nobody refers to me as Master Dan. Right. Master Dan, can you run a report mm. for me? No. Suck my... St- anyway, <laughs> that doesn't happen at my work. So it allows us to be our authentic self. Right. The flip side of this, as you become more and more engaged in the community and you actually stick around for a while, the next time somebody posts on FetLife, I've been, a, I've been in the community for 20 years, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh, 20 years, who do you know? Who's died in right. your community that you've had to deal with? Right. Right? And when they say, uh, I'm going to say, fuck you, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> I may not be that aggressive about it. You're not going to be that aggressive. But if you've been around in the community right. for 20 years, death is a part of our community. It's part mm-hmm. of life. I'm not going to get out modeling and stuff. But we have, as we've mentioned before, we've had a couple people pass in the community lately. 
the reason that I bring this up is unknown to me now because whatever thread my mind was going on has <laughs> now left me. Um, Your new so project. The new project. Yes. Is not to, is. Uh, See, you and I are busy as shit. We are busy. Not only do we play, we also work a lot. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have real time jobs. We do the podcast. We do a couple events that we run. Right. Plus we, the room. Plus we're starting the space. Plus right. we're yeah. And moving, which we'll talk about as right. well at some point. Um, but anyway, all the but recognizing that our community doesn't really have a great support structure in general for the community mm-hmm. uh, we try but there's not really a, a structure it's more like friends yeah which is so, great right mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but i wanted to um actually have a little more organized group because that's what i do i organize groups right in this case i sent that uh, i was fortunate to find people that i valued that would run this group mm-hmm. so i got to create the group <clears throat> And Power Exchange Summit's going to write them a check. Right. And they're going to go run it. Right. And, and it gets done, right? I realize the important part to me is not that I run or I'm involved or mm-hmm. that it's part of my legacy. Right. It's that it happens. Right. It's that it's going on. You know, I don't even need to be involved. I just need it to, be, to happen. And if I can inspire someone to go do it, and if our event Power Exchange Summit can bankroll it, good. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. Mm-hmm. and And have it part of our... Central Ohio landscape. Um, people, I'm sure, listening from California and from Paris and from um, that Sri one country Lanka. that I... And the, uh, oh, Sri Lanka is a fairly new I, one. I, Australia, we have a huge number of listeners yeah, in Australia for some bizarre reason. pronounce that one. May not think to themselves that a kinky mecca in the United States, well, I think Ohio. <laughs> no but, doubt. <laughs> I tell you, Ohio is... is um, there's... A number of major events here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's events that nowhere else happen in the world. Well, these people that we've kind of picked out to to run, it's more than a group. It's going to be more than a group. Mm-hmm. So um, the people that we've picked to run this actually came to Central Ohio and went, there's nothing for us to do. Everything <laughs> else is already being run by everybody else, and everything else is covered. So I think we found a perfect fit for them. So more about that as we move along. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's got nothing to do with anything on our show notes. I don't no, know where that exciting. rambled from. No, just exciting. Just a new project. So, yes. Yay. Let and me. at some point, we're going to have to talk about the new, the moving, mm-hmm. our podcast studio. We'll be soon moving to another part of the central Ohio area, not too horribly far from where we are now. It's really funny. Uh, Master Sherry said, well, you guys are going to be living so far from where I live now. And it's like. We're we kind of, we still look, in Columbus. Yeah, we're still in Columbus. <laughs> and you have to understand, Columbus is not a small town. Right. Columbus is not, you know, a burg that you can walk and from one side to the other. Right. And we're not moving, like, from one side to another. It's not like we live on the far west side now, moving to the east side. We live in the central Columbus area, moving to the east side. So it's still only mm-hmm. half the distance that it could be. <laughs> yeah, so it's not so bad. Uh, so, audience listeners, uh, listen closely. Listen to this part. What are you doing? Ow! 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 Oh. <gasps> Our topic today uh. is rough body play. It moves from as you're warmed up from ow, motherfucker, to oh, God, yes. Uh, And now, of course, Ginger, the podcasting dog, has said, what are you guys doing? It looks fun. I want to play, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, Ginger. Not, no, Ginger. Anyway, <clears throat> hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Uh, today's topic is the rough body play. Mm. One of the things I really enjoy about rough body play is the lack of need for a toy bag. Mm-hmm. I think I can remember. I can't remember the place we were off the top of my head. I hope you don't need me to remember between memory and instant subspace. <laughs> I remember the um, the room we were in. I bet it was St. Louis. The first time you and I really practiced rough body play. And the and the, the only piece of equipment I can remember in that room is a ladder. And it was oh. like, this was one of the side rooms. It wasn't the main dungeon or anything. Right. Wasn't a lot of spots to play. And we didn't have any toys with us. So we just, I just started doing I some, yeah, that. I just started doing some punching mm-hmm. and kicking. <clears throat> that was and we'll, the old hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll do more about types of things you can do. But one of the things that struck me, and people don't really, I don't, I don't know, because rough body play is more accepted nowadays. Mm-hmm. This wasn't that long ago, but it was really getting some funny looks because the idea of Especially in this case, a male-bodied person hitting a female-bodied person with their fist. You know, that people were looking at that going, wait a minute, I'm like, not sure that's really You don't BDSM. have a flogger that's, or a yeah. whip. You're punching <clears throat> the shit out of her right. and kicking her. And you were stomping on the floor to make the impact sounds louder. Because mm-hmm. I can remember that because the DM came up to you and pretty much asked you what the hell you were doing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was when we found out we didn't need a toy bag. Yeah. It's one of the things, and I'm not positive around the uh, North America at this point, how well accepted rough body play is. And mm-hmm. it's always going to find, it is going to be one of those fringe things that somebody may bring their own triggers to. Right. Right. Things like rough body play, like rape play, like uh, the whole littles thing, right? Mm-hmm. Some people have a natural dislike for that style of play. Some people bring in their own triggers around that style of play. Um, so it's always going to be one of those things where some you may get that funny look, that look from somebody right. that it's says... Edgy. I don't know that that's real BDSM. I think you've moved into abuse land. Mm-hmm. So let's start off by what is rough body play? Are you are you know. capable of speech again now? That was not that big of a thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, what is rough body play? Um, you know, to me, I don't know that I have a real definition. You kind of know it when you see it. It is the punching and the kicking, and it can be the biting. And I mean, to me, it's very primal. I don't know that it's primal for everybody, but it very much is primal for me and it's it's kind of funny because you were just punching on other bruises from a rough body play Friday night so that uh that I experienced at a fetish foreplay Friday so I'm kind of double layered up here now but um I do know for me with rough body play is that one of the reasons I enjoy it not only is be- is it because it's primal not only is it because it lets out the inner beast of the person that's punching me, Mm -hmm. but it also gets me out of my head. And I know like BDSM play in general gets me out of my head, but for some reason, rough body play gets me out of my head and into my body. And I need that every now and then. I mean, the, the strikes are just so powerful or like I said, I don't know how to explain it. Like you were just punching on my upper arm, Mm -hmm. right? 
So I'm going to have knuckle bruises from the punching on my upper arm. And, you know, how can I be in my head if my body's experiencing that, you know? And now, let's see, am I? Yeah, I'm wet. (laughs) (laughs) So it puts me back into my body where I need to be with all this brainy stuff that we do with the projects and everything and the moving. And I've really, I, I was mentioning that I did Reiki training Sunday morning and I was telling people that, you know, I'm really in my head and I really recognize that and I need to get out and exercise or do something to get me back into my body. And this absolutely does it. And, and we'll have to, and this is a sidebar, but next um, podcast, today we're doing the letter R for rough mm-hmm. body play. So next is the letter S, L-M-N-L-P-Q-R-S. Yes. <laughs> we should talk about spanking. And one of the things to talk about spanking is maintenance spankings, which you and mm. I used to do. I don't we know if you remember that. We used to do that. it. Yeah. I wish but this I... is one, another one of those things that gets us out of our heads into our bodies we may have to put that on our with so much stuff going on we may have to schedule that again (laughs) for me the rough body play as you said i I like the term primal i'm much more engaged with the person i'm much less likely to do rough body play with somebody i don't know well right i know that a lot of people consider it just another style of play but for me it's more it is absolutely one of the more intimate styles of play Mm-hmm. Rough body play for me is more of a intentional and mindset as I approach play. Um, hair pulling is absolutely part of our rough body play. You know, there's, it's not just the, I'm going to tug on your hair to get your attention. Right. I'm going to grab your hair and use it as a device to move your body around. Mm-hmm. Um, with one hand, with my left hand, to grab you by the hair... And march you backwards with my right hand, or actually, even better, mm-hmm. to pull you towards me and with my right hand to punch you away from me. Right. Um, punching, as you said, kicking. Uh, absolutely. Uh, people love the old pressure points. Oh, yeah. Biting. Um, you know, all of that. Pinching as part of that rough body play uh, and arsenal. Arsenal. I like that word. So, and I was going to say, I usually find there's more eye contact and it's usually more personable, more personal, more in your, in your zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zone's not the right word either, but it's, yeah. Sure. You're within people's, you're more in people's personal space, more in their energy. One of the things that I like about it is it requires even, it really, I can, and have done this, I can flog somebody and not be 100% engaged and committed mm-hmm. to that action, right? I could be thinking about, now you try not to, of course, but you can be thinking about, oh, I wish they changed the music. I'd wish this would happen. I wish that would happen. Uh, I'm thinking about this person, whatever you're thinking about. With rough body play, because the, for me, this, that style of play requires much more mental engagement. I have to be 100% mindful of what I'm doing. Right. It feels like, and I don't know why, because I've not heard any data around this, but it feels like there's more opportunity to cause injury in mm-hmm. rough body play than other styles of BDSM. I don't know why I would think that, because it's really the same stuff. It It is, um, but I think it's a little more intense. I sat in on Rough and Murado's class mm-hmm. at Twisted Trist. You know, I've sat in on, um, oh, another class at Monkey Puzzle Club. And, you know, they talk about make sure you hit the muscles over bone. Don't go for soft 
areas like the belly and things like that. And they'll talk about kidneys and they'll talk about spines and, you know, all that other safety stuff that you talk about during flogging classes and everything. But, you know, they'll talk about um, something you don't really worry about with floggers and whips. They'll talk about don't punch the collarbone, Mm -hmm. you know, that it only takes a certain amount of pressure to snap those. And, you know, what you do around somebody's face. Right. You know, you've got softer bones there. You've got um, your, your hearing if my face gets slapped, which I only let you do, it'll actually make my ears ring. So, you know, all that stuff can actually be a little dangerous. And so for me, it's a very attentive way to play. Mm-hmm. I'm very much the focus and selfish me. Sometimes I like that. I like being the focused. And yeah. and all those safety tips that you mentioned were good stuff. Uh, also, one of the things that, again, and we'll give credit to Ruffin Murado for teaching me this one, is when you're doing like a punching scene, if you're punching somebody's chest, mm-hmm. do not put them up against a wall. Right. Give them that opportunity to, you know, to take the shock mm-hmm. and let it drive the person, you know, uh, through, <clears throat> let the shock drive through them. I'm trying to think of a, a, a similar, but if you, if you picture, if you've ever tried to break a board, Right. In the old karate class. Right. One of the keys is the person who's holding it. They have to hold it still so you can drive through it. Right. If you if they're not holding it strong, you hit it. Just a punching bag, same thing. If they're not holding it strong, you're moving the bag. You're moving the board mm-hmm. with your punch. Well, you want to do that in rough body play if you're doing punching. Right. Don't try. And again, it's just like any other style of BDSM, right? When I start uh, spanking someone, I don't start off spanking them as hard as I can right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I start off light and you build yourself up there's never a point where i try and punch you as hard as i can punch you there's no value except in that. just then no sorry that <laughs> no, wasn't that as hard wasn't. as i can punch you uh and then uh, we we did a nice interview with rough and Murado, speaking mm-hmm. of which sometime back we'll have to uh, and people may want to go refer to that but there's a lot of technique in there as well how you punch where you put your thumb again if you've taken some kind of martial arts the challenge right. here becomes yes there's valuable skills you learn there mm-hmm. but also um, in martial arts, for example, perhaps you learn to try and punch an inch beyond your target. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Either, right? Right. <laughs> punch your target. Uh, there is, when I hit you, some level of... It used to be that I would pull my punch, and now right. I just know how hard to punch. Right. And part of it is that feedback loop. How hard do I need to punch you? Well, I get that feedback loop mm-hmm. from you. I know how hard because I know what your responses are. Um, so, and when we do rough body play... We, um, it's not a fight scene. It's not like I'm fighting you back. Some people do. Some people, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. For me and you, I'm not allowed to hit back unless we've set it up ahead of time. Right. And I think we've only done that once. But, um, so my goal is to, oh my God, and, uh, okay, so three different things in my head at once. But we also <laughs> did this in London. Literally, my goal was not to fight back, but you also set up a taped box on the floor that I wasn't allowed to step out of. Right. So not only were you punching me, but I wasn't able to take that step back. I had to stand my ground. Right. So and um, so that, that was, was pretty amazing. Hot. That was hot. And, um, you know, so all that type of stuff. And And I like the fact that... I have to submit, you know, mm-hmm. so we put the power exchange in our rough yeah. body play as well. I have to submit and not fight back. So I, I really like that style. So I would recommend if you're going to do kicking, 
the boot that you wear or shoe that you wear, if you're wearing a boot or a shoe, is a huge. It's just like going from spanking to picking up a four-pound paddle, right? Mm-hmm. Recognize that's changing the dynamic of that play a lot. Um, so think about how heavy is that boot. Is that a steel-toed boot or are you just wearing a pair of shoes? And also, if you're going to do some kicking, uh, balance can be an issue. I just mm-hmm. don't even want to talk about that. Um, and remember that rough doesn't necessarily mean heavy. Right. You know, you can dig knuckles into pressure points and that be considered rough body play. So, but, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you just punched on those, those knuckled. So, but uh, one of my favorite ways to play, and if there's growling involved and biting and all that stuff, all the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the better. I like it. It's very focused. It is very focused. So that is the rough body play. Um, and yum. Was, yeah, yum. So, and like I said, it can be instant. You don't have to have a toy bag. You don't have to worry about traveling international and what are they going to find in your toy bag. Right. You know, this is fist and knees and teeth and everything yep. you need is on your body. Yeah, the things. The last time you and I had a rough body play mm-hmm. scene, um, I don't know that we brought. I think we did bring a toy bag and just didn't use it. Just I don't know if we brought it. one or not. I don't remember. So, But the only toys that I used, I found some uh, tape that they were using to mark the floor mm-hmm. and the shirt that I was wearing. And beyond that, right. it was all fists and biting and, my bra. and punching. Where was you your took, bra? You took my this? bra off halfway and used that to, to um, bind my arms for a little bit until it got punched off. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like... I don't like fucking with your bras a whole lot because when you find a bra you like, it's a 15-minute production. Right. It is like this, your uh, bard's circle tale where you come in. I found, found the bra. The bra. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but I would highly recommend taking a class from Rough and Murado or anybody else that, that teaches a, um, a, a an anatomy sort yeah. of class mm-hmm. for this. because uh, Mojo Daddy is a very nice PowerPoints class. Nice. PowerPoints? <laughs> Pressure points. <laughs> Pressure points. It's like PowerPoints. Oh, really? So the, one of the things that um, I really wanted to talk to Ruffin and Murado about, and we've had a little bit of a conversation, and I'd hope to talk to him a little bit more at Twisted, Twisted Trist, is um, I was actually more comfortable doing rough body play when I was larger. Oh, yeah. 80 pounds heavier, 90 pounds heavier. I had more inches of insulation between me and organs or between the fist and organs. And now that I've lost this weight, I mean, you're punching on my chest. There's no, like, padding there anymore unless you really get my breast. So, but right above my breast, that bone, it just feels like there's no padding. Mm -hmm. So my um, shoulder blades used to be covered in a nice layer of padding, and now they aren't. So whoever punches me on the shoulder blade is going to have to be careful of the edges of my shoulder blades because those can snap. So things like that. So when you're working with someone with not as much padding, there's just slightly more things to Mm -hmm. look out for. My sitting bones in my ass... You can feel them now. So yes. when my ass gets punched, I've, I've felt your knuckles on my sitting bones yeah. before. I'm wondering if it hurts. And in the reverse, I've felt your sitting bones <laughs> on my knuckle, and it wasn't pleasant. 
All right, we got a couple things we got to talk about real yes, quick. Uh, for example, uh, new subscribers to the newsletter, mm-hmm. Sheilin from Florida has and joined us. Mako from Canada. Well, thank you for subscribing to the We Never Send Out newsletter. I know. It's, I've, I've redone it on my task list because I found out my task list was popping up something and I had it on repeat. And if I didn't do it on the day that it popped up, it disappeared for another month. And I'd be like, not seeing it, so it's not in my head. Remember that whole memory thing? (laughs) And also, I see that a Sasquatch has sent you a very interesting back tattoo. Yes, so Sasquatch um, sent me another link through, um, and he's from uh, England. I think it says UK, so I'm not. That well, no wonder England we don't see him in the woods and, around yeah. here anymore. <laughs> so um, it is a tattoo, and it's someone's full back tattoo, and it's like um, a crack a kraken with a sacrifice. So there's a woman tied to a pole, and the kraken has his tentacles wrapped around her, like he's getting ready to pull her into the ocean. It's a full back tattoo. Are it's you hot. Get, oh, you can't get that tattoo. You already have a tattoo on your back. I already have a back. phoenix on my back. Yes. I don't think my fire phoenix would appreciate a water. <laughs> I'd be steamy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, the only thing is that we have to mention is the you still have time to get in on the polyamory plane and simple. That is our big day-long intensive here in Columbus, Ohio on August 8th. You can find out all of our secrets about polyamory. As a matter of fact... Some of the secrets you'll be learning about is how we figured out how to move into a house with my partner, which isn't really a house. It's either two houses next to each other or a single six-bedroom house. Depends on your (laughs) view of it. I'll save that for another day. But come enjoy a – find out all kinds of great stuff about polyamory at our Polyamory Plain and Simple Intensive on August 8th. Here in Columbus, Ohio. This is one that we've taken on the road before, but – decided to do in our um well almost at hometown it feels like a hometown at this point doesn't it we've been here many many years so come join us in columbus ohio or you can just write us at dan and dawn at eroticawakening.com or on fetlife you can find us under erotic awakening two words and while you're looking at that stuff while you're looking at our contact at the very bottom of the contact for of our erotic awakening website You'll see a little banner for the stock room. The, uh, currently, we do not have a sponsor other than you, our listeners. If you would like to help support the podcast, click on that banner. And right now on the daily deal, you can go get yourself a nice blue and white curled glass tentacle <gasps> dildo. No tentacles. I threw oh, that in there just damn. to screw with you. <laughs> but it is a very nice glass dildo for only 24 bucks. Oh, really? So go buy some shit. I shits. like then the glass dildos. I'm going to have to go get We will get a 92 cent bump off of all of your purchases or something silly nice, like that. Nice, nice. So, and we've also got the, um, sometimes people write us to ask how they can get the Kickstarter cards. Yes. You've actually got that all set I up automated put that on, the on the website. on the website to make it automatic. You just click it and go right. buy it. So, and then we ship it out. So, um, Kickstarter cards, the book, um, Living MS, and the other book, Sex Stories and Power Exchange, any of those can be bought off our website. If you want the book signed, let us know because we're the ones that ship them out. All that stuff. That if we were had any clue about marketing or that kind of jazz would actually be a business versus. Well, I have another project because I I have ideas oh, for yes. that. By the way, we have another project that uh, my pop up list is telling me. Are you asked to do this? It says my pop up list. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's plenty. We have a Fet Fit contest to run. Oh, that's right. Oh my, do we have enough projects? <laughs> I need to quit my job again. If you're a submissive out there that is turned on by the 
program, Microsoft Project. Or have someone ever, that can replace my job paycheck so that <laughs> I can do it myself. That would be valuable as well. Uh, if the idea of installing OmniFocus on your MacBook makes you wet, reach out to us. We need help. Anything else, on? I don't think so, sir. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month, like we did last week, for Fetish Foreplay Friday. Had a great time? Mm-hmm. At Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8, with party immediately following. You can catch the monkey, not me, you can catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at the Blue Pickle. In Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday of every month. I hear it's a great time out there. Good. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the room at the Columbus Insight Center. This Wednesday, for example, they'll be teaching torturous massage. Torture massage. And you will be there. Sounds like rough body play on a table. Follow them at the Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and the Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com. For all announcements and discussions. Great. So as promised, the Kinky Craft Contest. EA listeners can participate in our Find the Tentacle. You know, I really should go to the website and try to find the tentacle myself. Find the Tentacle Contest and win handmade kinky crafts. Just head over to kinkcraft.co slash eroticawakening and follow the directions to find the tentacles. Each week, one winner will be selected at random to receive anything from the site for free. And if you win, you'll get it for free. If you don't win, you can use the discount code Dan and Dawn to get 10% off of your entire order. Head over to kinkcraft.co. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.